0: You're listening to The Top Floor, a podcast featuring critical conversations around property management, community associations, and real estate investing. I'm your host, Sean Forster, an industry trend researcher at Appfolio. Once a month, we embark on a narrative journey into the height of industry disruption. And with the help of thought leaders and changemakers, we bring you the insider knowledge that's fueling our industry's future. Now let's turn it over to Megan, who will take us through today's episode.
1: Single-family rental homes have been more in demand than ever over the last 18 months. During that time, families have increasingly migrated from densely packed urban centers to the suburbs, where affordable, spacious single-family rentals are more common. But to successfully manage so many geographically separated properties, each with unique needs, more property management companies have been pushed to adopt new technology that allows them to better serve both the needs of property owners and residents. Today on the top floor, we're discussing everything you need to know about single-family residences, aka SFRs. You'll find out what's heating up the market and how some of the savviest property management professionals are making the most out of technology to capitalize on it. All right, a quick note before we begin. Today's episode is broken up into two parts. First, we're going to tackle the question, why is the SFR market so hot right now? To get to the bottom of it, there are a few trends we're gonna look into. Renters want more space and the growth of remote work allows more knowledge workers to migrate to more affordable suburban markets. We'll also take a quick look at why these trends are helping to make single family rental properties more popular among investors. Second, we're going to take a look at how property management companies with majority SFR portfolios are preparing for the future. But before we get into any of that, first, we need to take a step back. Compared to other property types, there are many factors that make SFRs unique.
2: What separates what I call scattered site properties, and you're referring to them as single family, because it's really not just single family properties, it also would include things like quadruplexes, duplexes, the small multifamily as well. Is that you don't have the economies of scale that you have with, like, an apartment building?
1: Scott Abernathy is the president at Property Management Inc. and PMI Professionals in Tennessee. He's a member of NARPM, where he served as the vendor chairman of the Nashville chapter before becoming the chapter president. He's also a member of the National Government Affairs Committee, where he served as chairman for two years. He was later elected the Atlantic Regional Vice President before becoming treasurer and finally. National President.
2: Let's face it, your maintenance technicians are working on an apartment building and a golf cart. You can't exactly do that whenever your inventory is spread over a 100-mile radius. All your toilets are not going to be the same. The appliances are not going to be the same. And the services that you give to your residents are not going to be the same as, like, an apartment community. You're probably not going to be mowing their yard for them or cleaning their pools, things like this. So there are very, very big, vast differences between Uh, Here's the biggest, actually, I would say. That'd be your clients. If you're running an apartment building, you most likely have one client. We have hundreds of clients for our inventory, which means we have hundreds of bosses that we're answering to also. I think those will be the chief differences.
0: Well, I think the main uniqueness is that each property is unique, right?
1: (laughs) Bob Preston is the president and CEO at North County Property Group in San Diego, California. Bob is also actively involved in NARPM where he has earned the Master Property Manager designation.
0: So we have some properties in our portfolio that are pretty complex. A couple properties we have rent for over $10,000 a month. One property that's in that category, you're along a golf course. That particular property has three HVAC units and four water heaters, for example, you know, six bathrooms. So that in itself makes the property a little bit more complicated. And somebody who's paying that much in rent is also gonna to want to have and, and will demand really high service, right? You have so you have to be on your toes, you have to be available, you have to be extremely responsive. I'm not saying the people who manage multifamily or HOAs is not responsive. I'm just saying that, you know, people who are paying that much, they're gonna demand a high level, high SLA, if you will, service level agreement.
1: Again. Single-family rentals differ in several ways from other types of rentals, such as conventional multifamily properties. Spotlighting these differences is Brad Larson, the owner of RentWorks Property Management in San Antonio, Texas.
3: The biggest one is clearly the distance, because in multifamily, you have a captive audience, you have, call it for fun, you have a 500-unit multifamily complex. They're all right there. They're all within golf cart range of the main office. And it's not like that in single-family homes. You may be spread out 45 minutes to an hour from the office, and that can be a bit of a challenge. You may have homes that are downtown and 50 or 100 years old, and you may have homes that are brand new in the suburbs, in those brand new neighborhoods that are six months old.
1: To better understand why single family rentals are so in demand right now, let's hear what the market looks like on the ground in California, Texas, and Tennessee, where our podcast guests are located, and find out what's heating things up.
0: Yes, I mean I think the, the demand is higher than ever. I think in large part because well, this is my this is Bob's theory on this. The the rental market is hot right now.
1: Bob Preston, again.
0: I think what happened is when The job market got tough and there were a lot of layoffs. We had a lot of people leaving the bigger cities like San Diego because they could go, they were either working remotely or they were laid off. So they could pretty much go anywhere to work. And now it feels like things are opening back up. Companies are calling their employees back to work. And the rental market is tight in San Diego County. I think it's that way pretty much all over the U.S. and for sure all over California. And that's driving high demands.
1: High demand means more inquiries. And that comes with growing pains.
0: So it's putting some new burdens on us now because in some ways the high demand is breaking some of our processes, like being able to respond to all the inquiries we get. We put a house on the market and within you know an hour, two hours, we're already taking unsolicited applications, people who haven't even seen the property, but trying to get in early and get, get their application in first, trying to handle all the all the calls that are coming in. I mean, it's really, really challenging and it's been a bit stressful at times to keep everybody happy, right? Keep all these tenants who are looking for property happy and understanding that, hey, we can only take one of you guys. You know, we've got 20 applications. How can we do this?
1: The answer? Use technology to help staff perform their jobs.
0: Technologies that were implemented reluctantly pre-pandemic and some of the owners were reluctant, but that we went... All in on during the pandemic, such as self-showings. It's one of the paradigm shifts, I think, in this industry that has really caught hold and getting owners to understand that, okay, you know, no one's gonna do damage to your property if they're allowed to enter on their own and take a look. And oh, by the way, there are some you know huge advantages. First of all, the the perspective tenant stays safe, we stay safe, we rent your property faster. That's been a game changer. Some of the other technologies are kind of the touchless leasing process, right? Uh, And Appfolio has been great in helping us do this. We have all of our lease templates built into the Appfolio platform so that once we qualify a tenant and approve them uh, for their tenancy, all their application information can immediately be inserted right automatically into the lease. They can be sent the lease agreement and not have to show up here at the office with a pen to sign their lease agreement. And touchless move ins as well. So going to the property, having the same lockbox there so they can move themselves in. And in the meantime, we would have gone and done the inspection. So there are a lot of things to improve efficiency that were forced upon us during the pandemic that will probably continue to keep in place and won't be, you know, won't ever be going back.
1: When we've talked to other SFR, property management businesses, they really have said the same thing you have said, like it's a growing industry, it's very stable. And then also kind of now with COVID, people moving out of big cities and going, you know, the resident migration, it's, they're kind of more in demand now. Here is Brittany Benz, a senior writer at Upfolio, chatting with Brad Larson. Have you noticed that in San Antonio that you have an increased demand just in the last year for single family rental homes?
3: People would tease me because i would give you the northern i grew up in iowa answer of oh yeah you know like oh yeah you know the you got to say it with the the uh explanation like you are from the north part of the world but the short answer is for sure because of two different things the sales side has been just absolutely off the chart white hot and the challenge is we lose homes but we're gaining them to sales and the other challenge is all of our rental properties are going within days and so, just this last summer, at one point, we had zero available properties, and what that means is, the year prior, the same point, the year prior, we had a roughly 45 available properties at the same time frame, and we didn't grow or we didn't we stayed the same year to year just because of the sell-off. But I looked at that number, I'm like, oh my god, that is that I've never seen that in years and years that we had like zero homes on the market because they were all pending. All the rollovers that we had, all the new owners that we had were gone in a day and we had nothing on the market. It was a, it was a crazy time, I've never seen it before. So I've given you the long answer of yes, it's been a crazy great rental market because of the drive for people to move out of the cities and or into the region of Texas.
1: As we've now seen, the pandemic was a major driver of the widespread adoption of tech, including within property management. One major way this played out was by allowing leasing teams to operate remotely, making the most out of virtual leasing tools and technology such as virtual showings and lockboxes. But besides the pandemic, Brad also points to another factor driving the popularity of self-service tools for renters.
3: A lot of that's been driven by ironically short-term rentals. We're talking about single family rentals. We're talking about multifamily, but let's not forget short-term because that's the customer experience that people come to expect. So if you go rent, any sort of short-term rental, Airbnb, VRBO, whatever ones I'm missing. Well, you don't show up to some office and sign a form with a dirty blue pen. You show straight up to the door of that rental property that you're renting for two nights. They give you a code and you get in. Okay, so we've adopted a technique that they've been using for years and years. It's almost laughable when you hear of property managers still, you know, wanting to show up and they want to do a lease agreement in person. And it's like, come on, you got to get to the new times. If Brittany, you or me, we go rent a property, whether it's for two days or two years. I don't really need to sit down. You. I don't really need you to put a written lease agreement in front of me. Uh, I want to see everything electronically. I want to do everything remotely. I, I want to access the property at whenever I, I need to get in there. And I don't want to spend a lot of time signing a lease agreement where I have to drive 45 minutes across town to do it. I'd rather just do it in comfort of my own home and, and sign it electronically and be done. And that's what the service that we've adopted for both of our owners and tenants. And it's worked out very well. And I think that's the trend that we're going to see continue on more and more.
1: This brings us to another trend we're seeing in the SFR market a jump in investor interest. Here's Scott.
2: I was listening to Bigger Pockets podcast just, uh, just this morning, and I thought they made a great point. They were talking about Blackstone. Blackstone was one of the first one of these Wall Street type companies to come to town and start buying properties. And all of us old time real estate investors were looking up at them and saying, this is never going to work. They're paying way too much for these properties. You know, I can't imagine I ever thought that I was smarter than these, you know, MBAs that graduate from Harvard because they were right. And I was wrong. they, They had the long vision, not the short vision. I think Wall Street is as long as they can make money in this game, they're gonna they're gonna be here to stay. Only thing I can see to change that would be interest rates. If interest rates started to come back up to where that, you know, especially your retirees could actually earn a living wage off of their investments um, in bonds or CDs or money markets, then that might change a little bit. You won't see as many people investing in hedge funds, but as long as there's no real better option, yeah, they're here to stay.
1: All right, so let's recap. Each and every SFR property is unique, so property management companies who oversee these homes don't enjoy the same economies of scale that come with managing an apartment building, for example. That means budgeting more time and energy is needed to fill vacancies or to perform even basic maintenance for properties that may be far away from one another. And the same goes for interactions with owners, Because single-family residences are likely to be owned by private individuals, owners need a different kind of support from their property managers, which can vary widely from owner to owner. And, since SFR properties are so in demand right now, one other thing many have been seeing is a greater influx of lease applications. Using digital leasing technology to manage this influx helps companies track demand and provide better service for interested renters. Welcome to part two of our SFR episode. During the second half, we're asking, how are companies with single-family rental portfolios preparing for the future?
0: Well, I think sometimes when you get into a certain method of doing things, whether you want to call it a rhythm or a way of doing things, you have to remember to see the forest through the trees, right? Bob Preston. And we're coming out of a very unusual time where we're trying to automate as much as possible, be as efficient as possible, do things as safely as possible. And there's a tendency to just kind of continue to do things the way you've always done them, right? And what we're noticing is that as people, people are starting to reevaluate a lot of things, including owners evaluating what they're gonna do with their properties. And because of that, we think that there's going to be a surge in demand for customer service level, right? They have options, right? They can sell market is also very hot right now. They can sell their property. They could take it back and move into the property. They could find another property manager. They could say, hey, this seems easy. I'm going to manage it myself. And I think we have a lot of owners who are evaluating all those things. So it's on us to make sure that they stay happy, that we communicate with them, and that we really show that extra level of customer service. And that's important to this company. I talk to a lot of property management companies and a lot of property managers, and there are those who are still kind of operating with sticky notes and Excel spreadsheets and notepads, right? If you've not embraced the change of becoming more efficient, there's this huge paradigm shift that's underway, right? So you can't implement everything, but you have to understand what will bring your company the most value when when implemented. So if it helps you get from first point of customer contact with a new owner to the point where you've leased a property and you're collecting property management fees, if it gets you from that point A to point B faster and more efficiently, then that's something where you'll get my attention. But I think that's the most important thing to understand is that, look, there definitely has been a paradigm shift in this industry. There are a lot of vendors with solutions coming into it and offering things and prioritizing those, understanding which vendors you want to work with, which ones are the priority. I mean, that's really the key. And uh, picking them wisely to make your company as efficient as possible without burdening your staff with too much change at one time.
1: Scott, too, spoke to the urgency for companies to adopt technology to take advantage of high renter demand within the SFR market. Here he is speaking with Matthew Kaditz, a senior product director at Appfolio.
0: So you also mentioned maintenance. I'd love to dig into that for a couple minutes. How has maintenance technology
2: really helped your operation be more efficient, profitable, easier? What's new on the market and kind of where do you see that going? I think it's more the automation. The automation that comes with the software programs that are out there now in our software that we use for maintenance when a maintenance request comes in through that software, it is a push of a button on my phone to assign it to a, a contractor. And that contractor can take it or not. I can reassign it whatever. It's just so simple. There's a couple of caveats there. The biggest one is the contractor. The contractor has to adopt it as well. They have to understand the technology also. And those contractors that do so love it. I mean, they, they are just they, exhilarated with it. All of the communication stays within the app uh, and with the tenant and the contractor. The property manager can see all those communications as well, can see that the uh, request has been answered, that there's been an uh, appointment scheduled, whatever the case may be. Also, uh, what I really love about it is it gets feedback for us also. I mean, as soon as the, the software closes down that work order, it sends out a request to get a feedback. Hey, how'd you like it? Was the job done? This, that, and the other. So we can also tell whether the job is done. the challenge comes from okay i live in middle tennessee we're not a real technology driven community here it's not like southern california or or something like that and so a lot of our contractors are what i call bubba in a truck it's really hard to get bubba in a truck to adapt this kind of technology so that's that's the challenge i'm having once again i think as this becomes more prolific and normal we'll see this be a, a fantastic software revolution for us as well
1: Technology is only one part of the SFR management equation. Human relationships are central when managing any type of real estate portfolio, but perhaps especially so when it comes to single family.
2: I've built my business by networking. And when I say networking, I am pressing the flesh and kissing babies. You know what I mean? I've, I've been in person, speaking presentations. Chamber of Commerce events, you know the Rotary, or local RIA's, the Realtors Association, NARPM, whatever the case may be. I'm I've always built my business that way. Well, COVID changed all that, and I had to learn another way to network. And I will readily admit, at first I said, "Okay, I'm just going to wait till this is over," and I realized this wasn't going to be over anytime soon. And so I really adopted things like this technology here that we're on right now, uh, or even Zoom or Uh, Teams or whatever it is that you use. Uh, I invested in it in my office. I'm I'm staring at a camera that's mounted to the wall with its uh, audio system as well, because I knew this wasn't going anywhere. This was here to stay. I've learned from other NARPA members a handful of things to keep yourself connected to your clients. And one of which, and I've got to give Brian Jenkins credit for this. Brian Jenkins is our uh, Southeast Regional Vice President. He does a uh, monthly or maybe it's bi-monthly zoom call with all of his clients it's kind of like a happy hour with he's he's on there and he's got many offices by the way and he's on there for any any of his clients that want to come on to just have a a chat to keep to to stay and to know him he couldn't do that without this kind of technology Uh, so yes i think technology absolutely can work to keep you connected with all that being said it's still never going to be as good as being in person as being able to shake somebody's hand, say hi to them, look them in the eye, give them your full attention, and have a conversation with somebody. That's my opinion for what it's worth. And again, I might be saying, I might be that old guy that has the green ledger too.
1: <laughs> but of course, technology can actually make it possible to maintain those important relationships through better communication with owners and with renters too. Here's Brad.
3: Texting is a great tool that we use with them. And it goes back into the system. Uh, we also can send letters out through the system. So that's always going to be put on record. In addition to the owner's portal. I mean, all those things right there, not to mention the electronic payments, electronic statements, uh, all those things are great tools that we use with all the owners. And anymore, it's like, if you're not doing that stuff, what what, what are you doing? We, we get baffled. Sometimes you hear about that. Or oh, last property manager just used to send me a check. I'm like, what? Checks? <laughs> who, do, who does checks any longer? Uh, you know, and then you hear other, well, the property manager I used to work with, I would, he'd, they'd let me come in and pay rent in person. We're like, what? No way. You're not paying rent in person, pal. you you need to, you know, get on the, the portal. You know, that's another thing that came out of the COVID is we saw less and less tenants wanting to pay us directly in person. So the walk-ins, here's a cashier's check. There were fewer and fewer of those. And if you're wanting to push people into the electronic method, you can either incentivize them to do that or decentivize them to not pay in person. And so we also have like a computer module off to the side in our front office. So if the tenant walks in and says, I want to pay in person, we ask him, hey, have you heard about electronic payments and how it all works? No, I don't know how to set it up. We'll sit your butt down right here at this computer. We're going to walk you through it right now. And so my staff will walk them through that right then and there in person at a computer terminal in our office. And so we've adopted some issues of Again, coming out of COVID, I thought we were ahead of the game before it. So when it hit, it wasn't like, "Oh my God, how do we do an electronic payment?" But back to your question with the owners and the online tools, all of those again have been invaluable, just to be able to keep our owners in the loop. Uh, You know, you have tax reporting time, you have 1099s. I got to fly around; those can be posted to the portal. Uh, They can ask questions via chat, via text. I mean, it's just really a good system that we use, and it's it's so good to a certain point that you. Forget it's there, right? It just seems to be the norm.
1: If it wasn't already crystal clear to you, one thing is for certain. Managing a growing SFR portfolio is not for the faint of heart. Satisfying the needs of many different owners, each with their own preferences and perspectives, requires a smart communication strategy and scalable tools and technology to meet their needs. Taking care of a large number of properties, each with their own quirks and unique maintenance needs, means staying on top of incoming requests and leaning on technology to dispatch vendors and resolve issues quickly across what can be significant distance. And to satisfy renters accustomed to the on-demand service provided by apps like Uber or Airbnb, SFR operators are increasingly adopting new technology that makes that possible. All of these changes help to better serve the people at the heart of the single-family rental market. Special thanks to our guests, Scott Abernathy, Brad Larson, and Bob Preston, as well as Appfolio's Senior Product Director, Matthew Kaditz, and Senior Writer, Brittany Benz, for hosting interviews. And thank you for joining us on the top floor. We'll see you next month with a new episode.
0: Thanks for listening to The Top Floor. For more property management insights, visit us at atfolio.com. And don't forget to subscribe to The Top Floor on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. We'll see you next time.